Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Flight 008078, ready for takeoff. It's the Mandem. You listen now to the Out of Home Podcast. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Are you locked into the Out of Home Podcast? You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yaf, and Stephen. You London boys are crazy. And we're live. Let's do it. Can you stop doing that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to do a uh, record. Record upon the Zoom as well. Oh, no worries. Why, why? And it's live. Yeah. Did you miss Happy me? Happy Tuesday. Did yeah, you yeah. guys miss me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did, bro. Man, man, was holding down the fort whilst I was away. I loved it still. Why is this guy trying to make us sound like his young G's, bro? <laughs> man said holding down the fort, bro. Man was holding down the strip while I was away, <laughs> innit? Trust me. Like, bruv, man. <laughs> when, you, when you was out, what do you call it? Um, corporately a no, gallivanting, bro. man's on smoke today, bruv. I don't care. I listened <sighs> back to that first half an hour of last week's podcast and I was in disgrace. Wait, so, wait. Oh, oh. What? what? Do you think? Do you think? Do you nah, think? bruv. We ain't even... In, we're not introing because we're still on last week's episode now. Bruh, <laughs> boy. <You're> still. <laughs> Something needs to be settled. This guy's um, got his phone as if he's got notes, fam. He's got, I got notes. I got way. notes. I got notes ready for them. Do you know what? One of the things that really upset me about last week, yeah? And it wasn't the results of the, pod, of the, of the poll. It was the people that didn't vote for me, bruv. <laughs> people... 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 That I've known for a very, very long time <laughs> that this went behind my back like Brutus, bruv. Like, like Brutus. Like, you know what I'm saying? Wait, let me let me find out. Because, bruv, man made a list, checked it twice, gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Oh, so, shit. Nah, bruv, hold on one second. Before I get so into while it, you're doing that, let me load up the, let me load oh. up the context while you're, while you're doing that, Kieran. So, basically. Okay. Uh, we did a poll in case you missed it. In case you missed a poll on Instagram and in case you missed last week's episode, Stephen ran a, an ingenious poll on Instagram comparing <laughs> uh, out-of-home members with, with one another. Yeah. Uh, examples of the poll can include such things as who would you trust to cook you a meal, Kieran or Yaf? There was a resounding... <laughs> I wouldn't say resounding, bro. <laughs> resounding victory for, for Yaf. Yeah, I um, wouldn't say Yaf. resounding. <laughs> There was also <laughs> one which compared Kieran's uh, footballing abilities to Kwame's. No, but this was nah, like a penalty even, take even that, even penalty that in take itself, it. you can't say that. Kieran was uh, absolutely triggered by that. So even though he won, how close it was, right? Yeah, yeah even nah, though he it was just disgrace, bro. Do you know what it was? Yeah, do you know what it was? So, yeah, it was actually, it was actually watching, it was actually seeing, yeah, the people that voted for Kwame. And it's just his brethren. It's just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna vote for Kwame because he's my friend. Not knowing that if it was a penalty shootout, Kwame get buried, fam. So it's fine, whatever. Uh, Even cool. hands because because I really hope in a in a, in a, what do you call it in Aruba, London, Amsterdam, we we, we, we yeah. get into a Jamaica versus a Ghana penalty shootout, and I beg 
I beg that you come to like rue the day of this like of this like I won't. slipping. I won't. I won't because I I warm like beside you, my good sir. I'm like warm a, beside <laughs> you. I'm twelve. I'm like a Who I'm like you? a diamond. I thrive under pressure, rude boy. You understand? <laughs> you see me. I like pressure. I like pressure. I thrive under pressure. But listen to me. Listen to me, real good. Everybody, right? Fine. Man missed out. Man missed out to Yaf. And I put my hands up. Yaf's a really good cook, man. I love, I enjoy eating Yaf's food. Shame on you, Adil. Shame on you. Adil mocked it, bruv. Yeah, he rocked his still. Shame on you, Adil. But you know what? I was going through, I just wanted to know, like, who, where did the loyalties lie? Who voted for Yaf and who didn't vote for me? And you know, there's a couple people on this thing, right? That I was like, rah, you of all people. You voted for Yaf and not for me. Do you know who it was? I can't wait for this. It can't be Olivia Yaf. Smart. Woo! Olivia Smart. Yeah, you see you, yeah? You see you? Nabada come to my barbecue. Yeah? You are not, you are not invited to the barbecue, bruv. You can't come. You can't come. And sweet boy D, yeah? My boy Daniel. <laughs> Daniel Woolery, yes. Government. <laughs> oh. You don't even know Yaf. You don't, you don't even know Yaf, bro. How are you voting for Yaf? Ah, <laughs> uh, brother, I'm paying him. It's like, oh, my brethren, Kwame's brethren's voted for him, but my <laughs> brethren's can't vote for me just to trigger me, bruv. You see that? Welcome to the Out of Home Podcast, show brought to you by four Londoners living in around the world, doing wavy shit in yes. the industry yeah. and sharing stories of inspiring people while sharing our own. My name's Kieran. I'm joined by my mandem. It's the mandem. It's the mandem. Kwame, Yaf, and Steven, yeah? I'm on a roll because i got to jump off real soon. But you know what? I'm just glad to be back feeling the Trust. vibes and the energy. You get me? Because, listen, that week away, not being able to speak to you lot, does a lot. How did it feel? It felt lonely. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. It feels lonely. Bruv, it feels lonely. You know that the mandem are there doing their thing, talking and that, and you can't, you can't actually like contribute to the conversation, especially when yeah. you're you're on the other side listening to Yaf just just plaudits, just just loving his life, loving his life. And I just wanted to be in there and be like, but fam, it's because you put your food up on IG. Everyone thinks that you're great. Cool. <laughs> you are, but I don't do I don't do the flexing thing like you, fam. Yeah, man, man said flex, bro. Low it, Man really flexes, bro. Really, it's a quarterly flex, bro. It's a quarterly flex, bro. Flat at, flat at, flat at, yo. Wait, no doubt, nuts. How are you, my guys, man? How are you, bro? How are you, lot? Thriving and surviving, my G. I'm glad to hear it. We've got some Nollywood on in the background, bro. So Nollywood, yeah. Is this on YouTube again, fam? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I can only describe this. It, it looks as like it's almost like top of the pops meets Nollywood. Yeah, we're seeing like different, <laughs> different horrendous clips from Nollywood movies. But, but, but like the worst that like, video effects you ever did see. Like oh. if if you have if if any of you listening have as a five year old cousin, daughter, son. This five-year-old can do a lot better than these like grown like um, what do you call it like effects designers or whatever they're called. I can't remember. Yeah, it's, it's it's really bad. It's really bad. But now we here, bro. We here. We here. Uh, like you said, Kieran. Good to have everyone back, man. Good to have everyone yeah, back. Definitely. I'm definitely. glad we could make this happen because it was a bit of a tight squeeze. 
touch and go because touch and go. I'm still gonna have to touch and go today. So yeah. I'm just it's glad that I could get my voice on the pod today. I know I'm not gonna be involved in the heavy conversation later, which I actually do want to be part of, to be honest, because I've yeah. got an opinion on it. <laughs> Stephen is a DJ. This is unbeknownst to to what you call it. To what you call it? Changing schedule. I forgot. I don't know what you name for Nigerian. I do actually, but it's not coming out at the moment. Stephen glanced at me and said, "Do we have something heavy to talk about?" As if you didn't create the agenda in the WhatsApp group. This is what I mean, bro. This is what I mean, bro. It's that thing. Huh? But it's the thing you yeah. said. Yeah, but I didn't know if we were lying on that thing. Oh, what? my days. Bro, I said it in the what morning. What did the people say? Did the people, the did the people say a that Kwame was forgetful or Stephen was forgetful? That's what no, no, no. It's not even forgetful. This is a VAR thing. This is a VAR. Do you know how Incorrect, much fam. Do you know how much has happened today on WhatsApp since the time I dropped that? Yeah, but nothing has changed in that respect, my friend. Sorry to hear that. You were somewhere else? It was... I don't even know if you were coming today at one point. <laughs> what are you talking there about? There was a hurricane outside. He's chatting, he's chatting, he's chatting. Like, oh, so today was just calm on WhatsApp. It's just a normal WhatsApp day, No, it? but I mean, bro, like, nobody once said, Stephen, your ideas are shit and we're not talking about no, it. No, I thought you may have and, and won it. I thought you may have and won. No. And won, no? Put him it. Nah. Do you know what? Like, Stephen's definitely the most forgetful. He no, always forget. He I always forgets. Forget. All right, really? how about this? How about this? In, in spirit of moving the conversation along, Stephen... Yeah. What made you smile this week? Huh? Right. What made yeah, you smile, yeah, my yeah. friend? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, fam. Counter, ratio, on the spirit of uh, democracy, I've done it first the last three weeks. And Stop I'd trying to, to buy yourself some time. Tell us what has brought you joy this week. What has brought me joy this week is... A few things have brought me the utmost joy in my week. This week. Oh, my gosh. Um... Bringing me joy this week were conversations that I had, which made me smile. No, Why are you talking you're like this? Um, no, no, no. no. They were, the piss, bro. They were um, good conversations with some friends of mine. And, <laughs> some friends of yours? Yeah. I think some of these friends. answer bare times, you know. Like. Nah, some of these friends. Uh, for legal reasons, they want to be named oh. right now. But, um, <laughs> they made me chuckle. And um, smile this week. So uh, big up to everyone I spoke to this week. You made me guys wow, made me smile. Bruv. You're welcome. Um, Kieran in London. Um, what had uh, you smiling this week? A lot of things made me smile this week. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> um, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start off with um, having the writers' room <laughs> for two thousand. Oh what? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. Sorry. There was a T-Rex that this was doing some Shawn Michaels <laughs> dropkick <laughs> on the screen. I'm, I'm going to turn off, Steven. Sorry, 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 Kieran. Sorry. sorry. It's all right. It's cool. It's cool. I'm only here for 15 minutes. It's fine. Trust me, bro. It's not the right remote. It's not the right remote. Wait, let me, let me find it. You come back. I'll find it. Kieran, go on, bro. Sorry. Wait for Kwame to come back. Oh, shit. Yeah, bro. I know. Had a... Had a like a a research slash writers room where no one was writing for a project that I'm working on, which is like a TV series with Abdu and a couple of our Abdu friends. Who, sorry, good sir. Huh? Abdu. Abdu who? Sorry. Abdu Cisse. Abdu Cisse. Who's a who's a homie who's appeared on the episode and I believe you wrote a film together some years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple years. What's the name ago, of the film? 
We wrote serious things together. Um, and he went on to write some more films to Damage Control. And he's just wrapped up directing another sh- uh, film recently, which I'm not sure if I can say, but it should be coming out this month as well. So um Sick. had that day. And um, another thing, picked up my lady from St. Yeah, yeah. Talk that talk, um, bro. Went and had some food and then had to leave her to go and quarantine with the family. But that made me smile, man. It's great. I hadn't seen her for two months. Um, um. And yeah, man, it was it was nice to see her, man. It's nice to see her, pick her up, you know, man, bought the flowers and that. Did the did the, the good brother thing. You get me? Took her out for some food, caught some jokes. Do you know what's really funny about being in London? Yeah, no one gives a damn who like what you do. Like when she was walking, I was like, "Yo, guess what?" I was shout, "She's back!" No one back at the <laughs> island. No one back at the island. Only yeah, in London, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, actually. Only in London. But yeah, man, that's what made me. That's what be making me smile. Obviously, listening to you guys. Going to actually, this is another part of what made me smile. That's hap- this all happens on the same day. Going to Yaf's house on the weekend, oh, bro. and because um, it was his, his sister, big sister Karima's birthday. Big shout out to Karima. Big shout and just out. like seeing the Downs family shut down as they always do when it comes to house parties and that. They seem to, really isn't it? And, and it's cool. No, man, it was a vibe, man. It was a vibe. It's always a vibe when when you go down there on a birthday. So, but one thing, yeah, Yaf. I can't eat the big slice of cake that your family always give me, bro. They always dish out the big thing, innit? Fam, the cake, the piece of cake is like two pieces of cake, bro. Yeah, yeah. What you got to learn, man. What, what, learn. what kind of cake was it? This honestly. Oh, uh, so the, it was like a, a layered cake. Oh, layer cake. Shout out to the film and Kano. Um, and Daniel Craig. And yeah, the film Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Kano. There's a layered cake. Uh, top top layer was chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate icing, chocolate middle. Second layer was vanilla, but it's like three, one, two, three. Like it's it's big, fam. It's big, but yeah, I had some fun. Sort of, sort of Downs family shared, showed them some love, and yeah, that's what made me smile, man. It's never been none when it shut downs, daddy. Trust me, daddy. So I'ma ask my. What kind of encore rendition was that, bro? <laughs> um, I'm going to ask my esteemed colleague and uh, partner in, in crime and rhyme, Kwame. Uh, yes. What made you smile this week, my friend? Uh, two things, bro. Um, first thing was my older brother, who I don't actually speak about a lot. Quex. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Quex. Quex. Big up Quex. Quex. Recent, though, Central yeah. London. Trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we had a great time. Like, he turned in his mid-30s, on May Day, 1st of May. Nice. So, yeah, he was happy. happy it was a weekend. Uh, the, the weather was looking right. And just, um, yeah, like, my my, like my, bro- my brother's a... a, he's a, he's a he, let me say this. He's, what do you call it? A funny chap. <laughs> he's a... He's why, a why, why do you say he's a funny chap? Because, like, when I was younger, and, like, and he'll be going to, like, um, and, 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 and he'll be going to Miami, yeah. like... He wouldn't. He, he wouldn't tell me beforehand. So then, on, on a random Thursday, I'll be like, "Yo, Quex, what are you saying? Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't speak to you." I'm like, "Why?" Oh, like because I'm in Miami. I'm like, "Bro, like you didn't want to tell me that, bro. You understand?" Or like, did you live in the same house? No, no, no. Okay, okay. No, yeah, we, yeah, we. Uh, I was at uni, but still, like he just wouldn't tell me mm. stuff. But one day, I was like, "I'll phone him on Tuesday." The next week's Friday. He'll be like, "Yo, I'm returning your call." I'm like, big man, 
10 days have passed, bro. I could have been no, in I big, bad it. trouble. You know what I mean? But that's why you, that's how you treat me sometimes, bro. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, that's actually how you treat me sometimes, bro. And if you check the if you check the record. Convenience caller, bro. Don't stop calling me that, bro. I'm just going out to the shop. Let me phone. Let me phone the man them. I'm just going what? for a bike ride. Let me yeah. phone the guys. Or while I'm walking to nap. <laughs> what's, wrong with, what's wrong with that, bro? You can't nah, pick up the phone in the do, yard, bro. bro. Why are you sitting on the sofa? Huh? No, bro. Oh, admitting it now. Hey. Convenience caller. Bro, I, just, I like to call. I like to call when I'm, when I'm doing something. This guy, do you know what it is, But I'm Kwame? calling though, isn't it, fam? Do you know the but thing I about Kwame? I my segment, bro. He just likes convenience, bro. Yeah, it's a convenience. Just convenience. Man. It's disgusting. Because even on the pod now, it's making sense. You're a pod policer, you're a convenience caller, you're just a man who's efficient with time. I try to be, bro. <laughs> oh. Well, almost gave it away. And let me say this. And so that was Sorry, good on continue. my brother's birthday. And then um, I'm back to my original Amsterdam roots, bro. I'm back in the Oost. Like, I moved yeah. in with Mia. Yeah. So, like, this is, so this, this is my third time living in the Oost. It's my spiritual home in Amsterdam. I, and I, I, and I, I remember, like, when I was looking for a house eons ago, and I, it was the first time I ever, ever laid um, eyes on Yarvastrat. If anyone listening, oh, yeah. Yarvastrat is just like, um, uh, if, if wherever you are around the world, imagine Berlin, Toronto, Albuquerque. Imagine, like, the most, like, hustling <laughs> and bustling street. It's, it's, full, it's, it's full of taste, Different c- c- colors and culture. That's the Arbustra in Amsterdam, and I was like, right. I want to live near here. And luckily, I've spent most of my time n- near this place. You're right over there, big man. What you got your championship? Yeah. You got. Oh, oh yes, Kieran, call it out, bruv. Call so, it out. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just started, I'm just started wearing the ring because um, for other reasons. But like Stephen the other day, oh my gosh, it's. We had a great night. We didn't speak about that. That could have been what made you smile. Anyway, um, I see you guys. No, King's Night. Oh, King's yeah, yeah, night. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that last week? Anyways, anyways. Yeah, um, so ago, I'm on a, I'm, I've started playing around with like jewelry. I found my watch. I'm wearing the ring again. I'm trying new things. Does your feet protrude like that? <laughs> Man moves back to the in. East and he's got gold. I see <laughs> you, bruv. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm tr- trying to think. So, anyways, <laughs> I have to I have to pass it over to Yaf because uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, about yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bruv, just referenced it last week was a fucking vibe. King's Day was wavy. Fam, I'm going to start from the beginning and I'll finish off at the end. That's usually how a story works. (laughs) I wake up, yeah, around nine o'clock. Yeah, nine o'clock. Had a nice little lion. Yeah. Then Abby comes to my house at like 11 o'clock. Bro, by the way, we told people to arrive for 3 p.m., innit? (laughs) And how it would work post... Post uh, pre relationship life, you know, you, you shower, you, like you wake up, you have breakfast, you shower around midday. You know, as as three o'clock nears, you know, you begin to get ready. You know, I might be watching football up until five minutes before, bro. When the first person comes, then I'll meet you and greet you, and we'll we'll take it from there. Then the thing will organically grow. When you have a girlfriend like mine, it doesn't go like that, bro. It does not go. Like that. This woman had me on my feet, sweating, <laughs> working, and I was simply a send-out, bro. Yeah, oh, I forgot to buy uh, tomatoes. Can you go downstairs and get them? Bro, I'm just trying to watch The Office, man. <laughs> it's a day off for me. Yeah, it is yeah, a day yeah, off for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me. She's on the phone to her friends. Yeah, yeah, don't forget to bring this, da-da-da. Then I realized my girl just loves the game, bro. Yeah. 
Anyway, preparation was a long... She was cooking for like five or six hours, I think. But the food banged. Yeah, the food slapped. Absolutely. The food slapped. Um, the people that attended, shouts out to everyone that came through. It was a vibe. It really was. It was just an amazing mixture of people. Everyone complimented everyone. The energy was dope. And it just felt like... I don't know. It's it it like one of my favorite days in Amsterdam, mm. actually. Mm. Do you know what? Big statement. Last week. You're right. That would... Yeah, you man, add to it, man. You lot was there, bruv. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Now shout out Bliss that made um, that wonderful cake back in Oh my so gosh, Sunday too. Sprinkle cake. You know the sponge cake with the sprinkles they used to have in primary school. With the custard, bro. Oh, we had a big debate on uh, custard and it's a uh, orange flour, right? Is it flour? Vlar. Ron Vlar. Vlar. Um, <laughs> that was a heated debate, bro. Yeah. And you man, there was only like three Dutch people in attendance. You man let Abby win, bro. I, I was... She shut down the whole room. I was shocked by the statements. It's drinking cold custard. The, like there was like, a lot of like vigor and there's vim, vim in her deliverance. Vimto, fam. There's Vimto in those words, fam. Had that pop. Um, that happened. Um, shout out to Carlos Calione. Uh, His name is Fabian, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, like, the, the, the reason why he's calling him Carlos Calione is why it's his wife, Stephen. Because it's, it's a lovely day. But uh, no, no one was in shorts. <laughs> But Carl's Colene <laughs> turned up in uh, shorts. Like every yeah, Carl's on full display. It was living life, loving life, and um, on the rooftop. You know, the rooftop gets cold quite quickly as yeah, well. Does, like, yeah, um, yeah. They firmed it, stuck to it, and then um, the uh, Ciroc was flowing. Ciroc was flowing through this one. I heard Ciroc Bay was on form. This guy was moving like a. You know them. You know when you go to the party, you have those like those people that bring around shots, trying to sell you shots. <laughs> That's how this guy was was moving, bro. It's moving like a bottle girl, bro. Two seconds from sprinklers <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> no, no, no. But that King King, yeah, King's Day was sick, man. That that's definitely like what made me smile. But like, a bunch of other stuff has happened. My lady's uh gone gone back to the motherland, so it was nice to kind of like drop her off mm-hmm. yesterday. Um she landed all safely, she's good. I spoke to her earlier yes, today. Yes, yes. And uh yeah, man. Life is good, bro. I can't complain. I'm here talking with my brothers. No beef. No stress. The, the, the night ended with a Tokyo Drift race between... <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? King, King's, King's, King's Day, King's Night, um, ended with a Tokyo Drift race between <laughs> myself, Anang, and Carl's Oh, Coleone. yeah. That's not his name. His name's Fabian, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you call him Carl's Coleone, bro? So, yeah. So, if he, if, 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 if he didn't now, get that... You know? Yeah, so, so if he didn't get that, Stephen, in his, like, in his, like, drunken state, Decided to have like a need for speed illegal bike race <laughs> in the streets of Amsterdam with his girlfriend Anna and like the new streets of rage and the new and 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 and, 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 and the new best friend slash what would you call it slash slash a neighborly 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 nemesis there we go AK Fabian that was ridiculous it was intense man was like when he's getting mushrooms on Mario Kart you just zoom off it was. Intense. So you I, lost a race, yeah? I lost Anna at one point, fam. I lost more than the race. <laughs> oh, oh, man. But now, Kira, we missed you. We missed you at that, man. It was a vibe. But I'm yeah, sure there's going to be more, good, more to come in the summertime for sure. Once you're, once you're back over here. And Olivia Smart is not invited. Oh, Liv, you're invited by me, though. Yeah. But no. Cut. No, if it's at my house. And the plug. Cut. And, and the plug. Stephen, you're the deciding vote. <laughs> Take it to the public as we normally do. Uh, <laughs> like this guy's just trying in. to create content, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to look at Garage Brand, yeah. He's like, K, 
okay, what minute was this? Yeah, okay. So I've got, a, I've got a producer in my ear. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 0800, right, 400, right, 600. Tell us who you want at the barbecue. Let us know. On to more pressing matters. Got a full packed agenda today. We do. Kieran, you got like 10 minutes, right? Yeah, yes. I'm oh. sorry if I'm eating. I need to. This is the only time I'm going to. No, you food. eat, brother. What are you having? What are you having? You eat. Um, I've got tuna, sweet corn, rice, peppers, carrots. I hate tuna, but I appreciate it. Only Kieran, yeah, will make tuna sound exotic, bruv. Mm. That's a tuna, sweet corn rice, some peppers. Don't don't try it, bruv. Don't try it. Guy's uh, <laughs> a real storyteller, you know. Don't, he loves don't, the don't game, bruv. Just say you got tuna and rice, bruv. <laughs> I've got tuna, some sweet corn, yeah. peppers, some peppers yeah, from but... chili. <laughs> you asked me what some, I'm eating, I told beans, you I'm eating. Beans, <laughs> and some the braised people, artichoke. The... No, no, because the audience needs to know now what I'm fucking with, yeah, right? Yeah, they do. Just, <laughs> I, 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 I understand. Just say tuna and rice, bro. No, yeah. no, but that's dead, no. though. That's dead. That's yeah. dead. They'll be like, bro, are you... Sorry, before we go into the press of I have to ask you guys here. Have any of you guys watched that thing with Jamie Foxx on Netflix? Don't watch it. It is terrible, bro. It's terrible. It is awful. And I told you to switch it up after five minutes. Don't embarrass me, Dad, or something. Yeah. It is cringe-worthy, fam. Like, it's actually... Oh, it's so dead. There's been a lot of programs from the community where people are just trying to secure the black bag. Like, this one was like, uh, yeah, started, but they also um, talk, yeah. Um, coming Kevin to America Hart. too yeah. was a classic one, and then followed up. But I, I don't know what Jamie's just bored. Didn't no, it? but this Jamie Fox one is just bad bored. though. Like I read some of the uh, reviews, yeah, and one of them was like, um, I watched through the whole episode just to see how bad it was, <laughs> and finishing the episode was an achievement within itself. That should tell you how terrible this yeah, show is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't watch it. Yeah. So like, if any of you listening out there are on the fence. And you respect our opinions and our taste it's levels. Garbage, bro. We we put we in, put we, in the bim. we guarantee. Oh, oh. Mm, secret caller. Who do we have? No, no, oh. hey. Hey. Man's getting a re-up of the the sweet corn tuna and peppers, bro. Hey. Oh, is that uncle? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, father. Yes. <laughs> looking good. Looking good. Yeah, 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 yeah. How are you? Oh, my beautiful sons. How are you doing? Over yeah, there? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're live right now. There's there's about 20,000 people listening to this right now. What have you got to say to the people? I've just got to say, stay blessed, stay cool, <laughs> stay away from the COVID. Because, you know, it's, <laughs> it's been a long, long years and I just want to get away from here. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> yes. Oh. With, all, with all you beautiful guys out there, just stay blessed <laughs> and stay cool. So yes, thank you. We love it. We love it. Hope to see you in person soon, man. See you soon. Yeah. Easy. All right. Take it easy. There you go, man. <laughs> now, Kieran. Yo. Who was that that we just spoke to on our home podcast? Uh, that's Uncle Byron. Uncle B to you, bro. AK. Come on. All right. So we got seven minutes. What would we like to address whilst Kieran is still with us? Good. For me personally, it's got to be the football protest. I know Kieran's got something to say about this. Football pro. Oh, okay. Like with um the clubs, players, knowing it, athletes, and all that jazz. We can talk about that. No, let me, let me set up um quickly. So, uh, racism has been rife, and as a result, <laughs> football clubs and the Premier League decided to tackle this fearsome foe with a four-day social media blackout in order to conquer racism. Um, 
We're here after the blackout. <laughs> Still not safe out on these streets for black people. So that did not work out. In between then, uh, Man United fans also did a Mazza and got a game cancelled oh, yeah. by storming Old Trafford like it was Takeshi's Castle. Um, <laughs> they broke into the stadium. So like... Oh, okay, yeah, they, yeah, it's amazing. You know what they did, isn't it? It was amazing. But like, it was supposed to be a weekend where um, Premier League said that all the players and all the clubs were going to not not be active on social and, and their response in order to bring uh, reform and change for racism. Um, here we are on Tuesday and... Uh, but though, we need to speak about why. So obviously we spoke about uh, the Super League, what, two weeks, two weeks ago? ago? Yeah. 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 And um, there was like a huge backlash around how quickly football mobilised to talk about this huge injustice in football. But then everyone was like, all right, but what about this keeping the same energy for racism yeah, in football, yeah, innit? Yeah, yeah. And um, because a lot of the abuse towards athletes uh, within football happens via social media and has been happening via yeah. social media, a lot of um, talk and eventually led to this, which was around, all right, everyone's going to jump off social media to make a huge point, challenge these social media companies to have stricter policies. Kieran, what are your thoughts, my friend? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They've done it again, haven't they? Came up with a campaign, took people off the social media, took, took people off social media to stop racism. Bruv, it doesn't work. It don't work. Every single time they've done it, it's like, oh yeah, we're going to have a ban on social media to raise awareness. We know there's fucking racism. Mm -hmm. There's literally racism all around the world. Until they actually start sanctioning clubs, until they stop playing games, until they actually start to um, like sanction fans too, you're going to continue having this shit as well. Like, who cares if players stop using social media? Like, are yeah, we really... Like, and, and, and look, true. they could post, right? And you might not see it for four days because of the algorithm. Yeah. yeah. Facts. Yeah. Who cares? Like, like, who, like, who actually cares, bruv? And, and even if you compare... If you compare to, like, the American athlete, like, all you're going to get from a footballer these days is... Oh, we try again. We regroup again, lads. Um, yeah, we go again. Dead. Wasn't our day today. Or, yeah, get in. Three points. We move. Or something something like that. Or the Premier League club will put, put highlights from five years ago when <laughs> Man United beat Leeds 3-1 at Ellen Road. And, that was a great day. and I'm like, no one's really missing out on this. And like, Man United put out a club statement like, sorry, zero tolerance all of the time. Our commitment to come out in online abuse will always continue. I just love the responsive. Someone just went, 
I ain't missed you, Man United Twitter. So we're not allowed to talk about anything. Only boycotts. No more Super League. No more talking about fans breaking in. Bro. Nice evening. And then bro. just someone like just saying, glad we fixed racism. <laughs> bro, bro, bro. They don't have to pay for the tweets or the or the or the posts that they put out. Trust right? me. So they're not even going to put. They're put, they're not even giving the um cl- the um the platforms any money. But they'll probably do a promoted yeah. post next week or something. You know what I'm saying? Trust me. <laughs> At least before they're like, buying the, a t-shirt to put, kick it out on you. So, so, so the, problem, the problem is, like, I don't even think that people that are in, in, in charge of these organizations know how these platforms work anyway. Right? Like, this racism's gonna work, gonna last. I've got a big problem with one of your guys, G, G Nev, G.Nev, bruv. He is, <laughs> he is the Pied Piper of this whole thing, you know? He's he, mad, is, he? he is, he is, no, 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 bro. Watch, watch his, watch how he's moving, bro. Because he's like, ah, oh, we need more fans to come together. This is the type of stuff that we need to see. We can't have the Premier League threatened when he's got a club called Salford that are trying to come into the Premier League himself, bro. Like he needs the Premier League. He's still he he has this dream that he's gonna take his club to club to the to, to the Premier League and all of these stuff. Obviously, we're not gonna see the Super League as what it is anymore. I don't even know what's gonna go on. Super. Have you not seen Footballers uh, when <laughs> when Lippy sings Super League? Boy, I need to steal that tag boy because I Super League. Yeah, Lippy man's coming for you anyway. Um, <laughs> um, but no, bro. I just think it's stupid. I think it's stupid, bro. Like. This whole like, obviously it's online abuse. It it and we don't I don't stand for it. I don't tolerate it. I think it's fucking stupid. But you take you you stop you stop you t- you you remove clubs and players off of the platform. These people that are racist are still going to put their comments wherever they're going to put it. That doesn't stop them from being racist. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I But I think the idea is I think the idea was like football taking taking a stand quote unquote to to challenge the social media platforms they did nothing I think that was like more the things like by doing this we're making we're making a point for you like putting pressure almost Whoops. that's what it felt like it's a, pub, it's a PR stunt it's a publicity it stunt to be seen 100% but, look like, but like no one can justify that and thought that they were what so um, Mark Zuckerberg with all that he's got going on so, oh Premier League aren't posting today Better fix racism. Yeah. Man, Dave, man, no one noticed because you had many United fans that were storming Old Trafford and that was the headline. Yeah, that true. was the headline. No one noticed this thing happened because there's so much other shit happening. The internet is not waiting for footballers to post. Like, the world is going, shit's happening every day. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, bro. I'm... Shit happens every day, B. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. No, no one really missed the post per se like that. But, okay. Uh, as as we're reaching your allotted time slot, do you have yeah. anything to sign off on? Is there anything you would you would like to say or you would want the people to know before you leave? Uh, if you're going to talk about Noel Clark, yeah, mm-hmm. which I, I I hope you guys are, yeah, yeah, hundred. My, my thing is this, and this is just this is. Please don't take this for what it is in its in its small piece, because obviously I'm not part of the whole conversation. But we need to understand where that behavior comes from. We need to understand his life. We need to understand what he was taught as a youngster and we need to understand, and this is not condoning what he's done. I fully refute everything that he's done. But we need to understand where that behavior comes from. And I think that is a that is a conversation to be had and to be spoken about at some stage. But that's what I'm going to say. You guys stay blessed. I love y'all. I'm going. Hey, I have to, hey, I even have to leave. But I got to go and um, 
See a man about a dog. You get me? So, <laughs> don't worry, bro. Don't worry. We, we love you too. And uh, don't worry, your, run- your young G's are going to look after the strip for you, innit? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have the report on your desk by tomorrow. <laughs> and I, I, hope that, I hope that take doesn't sound wild, but it's more like, how did he get there? Yeah, no, I hope you guys can unpack it to, to kind of... In the we'll definitely that, like, explore I was it. Able to do yeah. it for like two minutes sort of thing. Like, yeah, we're yeah, definitely yeah. going to explore, man. But uh, right. bro, have a good evening, man. Yeah, much yeah. love. Jumping right. on, my G. Love my guys. Good evening. Bless up. Later. Peace. Love. Enjoy the tuna, rice, peppers and sweet corn. It's the man them. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Love to your pops. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Big time. All right, fam. Peace, bro. Cool, cool, cool. So, so no clock, eh? Yeah, that was a good thing. Oh, let me switch off my emails. Whilst we're doing that. Um, so, uh, for content... Wow, it's really, 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 really... It's terrible. No Clark is a uh, popular, let me say, popular and successful and famous British actor slash yeah. scriptwriter slash um, director. And he rose to fame in the early 2000s with films like... It's done a lot, man. Uh, Kiddohood. Then it was... An, was it Another Hood or Brotherhood? He didn't brotherhood, adulthood. No, no, the one, one, one them he did, one them he didn't do. But okay. then, um, yeah, but he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a famed actor yeah. and writer, and he uh, is a is a I think he's from somewhere in London, and he's of, I believe I believe he's of Afro Caribbean descent, particularly J- Jamaican potentially. Yeah, I don't know his heritage. Yeah. To be fair. Um, but yeah, he's he's a he's he's a very very famous successful actor. Also 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 starred in a very prominent. Um, TV series alongside uh, another famous actor called um, Asha D. Mm-hmm. You might know from Get I Try and or Bullet Boy or Netflix. Uh, what's his name? Netflix. Netflix, the platform. Well, uh, Netflix. Man, I said Top Boy. Sorry, Top. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, not actually, not doing like that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. Top Boy. What's his name? Um, Sully. No, not Sully. That's Kano. G. I can't remember, bro. Yeah, but you're talking about the original yeah, Top Boy. Yeah. No, no, but he's but he's in Top Boy. With, oh, yeah, he's in the other Top Boy as well, isn't it? He's um, I can't even remember. Jamie bro. and he's one of the big G's. Yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. But ones. anyway, everyone else actually did. Anyway, so No Clark was about to receive um, was about to receive an award, but but about to receive award by by the BAFTA community, which is the Brick, yeah, which is a, basically the English version of Oscars. Yeah. And um, during that time, or the week, or that was supposed to, he was supposed to get, he was supposed to be given this award during this week, or that week. Um, Twenty women came out to speak to speak against No Clark and say that he, over the years, he has sexually, um, uh, uh, sexually, uh, what's the word? Right. Attacked or or or, or, yeah. or also or also also um, also. Uh, Harassed them, yeah. and then at first, you know, he, him, and his lawyers were coming out with the talk. This is terrible. People are trying to like, I'm just slander. Didn't did, did, discredit my name, and then um, after a couple of days, uh, No Clark um, was was reported. No, was uh, admitted to to be seeking professional help in in dealing with these claims and trying to understand the behaviors. And it was basically he delivered an apology. Is, is that correct? Right. Yeah. Where, Kind of, kind of acknowledged um, behavior, denied some of it, but acknowledged that yeah, it may have overstepped the mark there. But even before that, he gave the speech at the Baptist was very moving, inspiring, and, oh, and oh, almost yeah. like inspiring, which is why his name was um, trending for yeah. what we perceived to be good reasons at the time. And then that actually triggered a lot of these like brave women to then come and speak up or share it because they were like, hold on. 
man's getting a BAFTA, doing a speech, everyone's talking about how great he is, when obviously their experience of him was not great in the sliders and the complete opposite. And even the role that the BAFTAs played, because they were actually aware of this, I think, like... Yeah. Oh, really? 10, yeah. 10. So these claims had been made prior? Yeah. Yes. Oh, so, they, okay. so, so like the BAFTA knew about it in, in the months before? You know, so the Guardian was doing like underco- undercover investigative uh, journalism. So okay. like they actually reached out to the BAFTA to say, yo, by the way, like... Uh, no Clark's been doing them. So they reached out to the BAFTAs knowing that No Clark was about to win one. Knowing that he was in, he was nominated, so they okay. okay. No, 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 it wasn't. But it was, but I think I think he was I think he was getting like a a gift, not a gift, but like an award, but but not an award for a film, but like an award for outstanding services. Okay, okay, so some like, sort of acknowledgement. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, Where, they thought that there was a chance that he would be on a yeah, okay, stage, okay, yeah, yeah, some yeah. sort of recognition. For and they brought that to the Baftas. So they brought that to okay. about maybe like ten or fourteen days prior. Okay, so at the time, the Baftas now said that they, at the time, they didn't see any evidence to support the claim. So, like, they were saying, mm. okay, we presumed he's innocent because we didn't see anything. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Later on, they changed their tune, but, like, for some, they questioned, like, okay, cool, if someone's been, even brought that up, then why would you kind of go through it or why would you not use the opportunity to dig a little bit deeper? But, anyway, he gave a very emotional speech um, at the time. Because we also have to talk about how inspirational that award was for num- for many people within the black community, right? Like, yeah. How many times have we seen a writer director win a BAF- a black writer director win a BAFTA? I'm sure he's one of the first, maybe. Well, I, I think he definitely might be one of the first. Like, yeah, British or American born, actually, right? Yeah. yeah so that that was huge, and now it's just become it's been flipped on its head, and it's now become tainted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my question to you, lot, yeah, <clears throat> I think we spoke about his qualms last week. Why is it? Why do you think it is that it's only once? Is it okay? Question: The question is, do these things come to light once people start to get propelled into a new realm? Because I go, I go, I use an example of Kevin Hart when he was supposed to host the Oscars. It came out that he had said some homophobic stuff two years or three ago. years ago. So nothing longer than that. Yeah, 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 and and he even included it in one of his specials, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want to digress from the point. My question is more: Why does it seem to be that once um, someone? has some sort of success. Um, and by the way, I am not condoning what mm-hmm. no... I'm, I'm simply asking yeah, yeah, this yeah, question. Yeah. Why is it once a person are. gets to a certain like level of success, quote-unquote, that these things seem to come timely um, to the front of things? I think it's a variety of reasons. So in some cases, like these things have been reported, but not no one, no one cared at the time. And I have a problem with that. Yeah, and yeah, it's a big problem, but this is for, like, for a lot of like, women, this is like the reality or some why some don't even come forward because, you know, when you make that decision to revisit something that's traumatic or expose yourself, then find out that this system's not in place for mm. you to be taken seriously. So maybe that happened the first time and then it's kind of like, okay, cool, cool, cool. It gets buried. Then um, someone's on the cusp or something and maybe people are suddenly interested in this person and it's like, okay, cool. People are willing to listen. So it's it's very mm. perverse, but that can also be... Re- I think there's just a variety of different reasons um, why. But I know there's cases where they have tried to and no one's really looked at it or taken it seriously. That's um, fucked, man. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about it? I think it's, I think it's what, basically what, what Stephen said. And I think like, no, like, no Clark was definitely a successful uh, and still is a successful um, writer and director 
But people knew him, but I think maybe I think maybe he was more of a household name in the black community, right? And only within the UK. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah, only within the UK. But then if he's going, if he's gonna get a BAFTA award, that like he's he's like for you understand, like he's mm. the, the, that is a different kind of fame. So maybe people were like Maybe it could have been individuals involved with those mm. with those um, with those situations he's reported to have been in, or maybe it was people who knew about it because apparently it wasn't a secret. Like in the industry, it was known for some years. I was, yeah, I was oh. going to touch on that because like Adam Deacon called it out yeah. a while ago and got silenced. So like to your point, um, people had mentioned this before, but mm. no one took it seriously. I don't know, like the Adam Deacon. I can't remember back in time, but I remember he, he said it. I don't know why he got dismissed as way it did. I think as a society back then, we were un- even more unsympathetic to those kind of claims because yeah, uh, Adam yeah, Deacon yeah. made it, he made it known, he made his um, response then, but everyone back no at that mm. time. So I think, um, I think you're getting a lot of it happening now, particularly because I think with the Me Too movement as well, it's created a, I hate that, you know. it's created an avenue for, um, so, for, so- yeah, no, no, I know you. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's created an avenue for um, these cases to be heard and be mm. treated in the way that they weren't previously, like ten or fifteen years ago. So I think like now is the time because people are actually going to take it seriously. Whereas before that wasn't the case. But like you know, Adam Deacon called us out, and a lot mm. of us didn't didn't give him take him seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think because he had some issues with not issues, but apparently people were saying that. He had issues with mental health, so 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 maybe then people take it seriously because they're like, uh-huh. oh, he's only hating because he's on his face and like no successful. And what I can just say to what I just said when I said I hate uh, the Me Too movement is the fact that like like women's rights became a hashtag. You understand? Like yeah. like justice for black people became a hashtag. You could say something, yeah. and people would be like hashtag BLM. Oh, this person's invested in it. It's like, no, like it's not a trend. It's not yeah. like. And then the 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 there was also some. Um, so some debate when um, during Oscars in 2018-19 James Franco who's a very popular maybe like A-list or B-list actor who works with a lot of films with, 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 with Seth Rogen made a speech about uh, women's rights mm-hmm. people were like James Franco you have a history of like signing into DM of like young women so please don't jump on this bandwagon. You understand? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So man, some people were like, please don't make it a trend. We need to cut this out for once yeah. and for all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's how. And uh, if you're not necessarily from London, you probably might be hearing a lot of names that are a little bit unfamiliar. But I think the biggest thing to address here is the fact that this person who almost got to like the pinnacle of mm. what you can do within your career mm-hmm. by receiving a BAFTA and then for it to all... Unravel. Unravel, yeah. And like all of this stuff coming to light, I think is very like, we we should talk about that. I didn't really uh, see the individual uh, claims. So maybe we can talk a little bit about like what happened. I think Kira made a good point around we need to explore why, why those things happen. Yeah, so so most of the cases are just, uh, it starts with an abuse of power. So um, he was in a position of uh, making it in the industry and a lot of the people or the victims were people who were trying to find their way in the industry. So okay. I think there's like one audition. Um, is apparently, I don't know if it's true, so anyone knows the film industry. Apparently, um, Noel organized like a naked auditions or like certain to see how people, comfortable people are um, on camera, nude, to make sure that they can handle it was his justification. I don't know if this is a thing or not. 
but um, what? he was secretly recording. Uh, he was accused of secretly recording uh, women during this um, um, nude uh, casting or whatever that he was arranging. And then uh, one of the girls like reported that um, told another girl that she had seen the video of a nude audition that she thought didn't exist because it was not supposed of to course, not be recorded. Yeah. Um, so that's one of it. And then there's a lot of it just like abusing his a power on set, in, you know, in terms of the ability to make or break someone's career and using that to his advantage or thinking he could get away with like lewd comments or yeah. like sending like images uh, yeah. via Snapchat. Um, so he was across multiple platforms, by the way. Um, so omni-channel creep, bro. Yeah, yeah. It didn't, it didn't rest. So it, it, I think it starts with um, that. It starts with a power and thinking that you can get or take what you want or you're entitled um, to something. And then unfortunately, a lot of the time, that like, women fall victim of this. And I feel that's because in society, this is a man's world. So things are stacked in favor of men, which causes this power imbalance. It's changing though. Yeah, it's changing now, but like... It's not not quickly enough, but... Yeah, yeah but you yeah, have this yeah. historic power imbalance, which uh, for some men, they use as a power play to get what they want or they get some success and they believe that they're above the law because probably like maybe no word run into problems before, um, like minor things, but because of his celebrity, mm. they got kind of like dismissed. Yeah, because it is a world catered, even for a black man, it like some certain instances when you get to a certain threshold, um, you can make things disappear. Yeah, I mean, like, you've got, like, Ryan Giggs now, privilege. Like, we all know what a terrible personal person he is, but, like, he's still been able to be manager of Wales. Like, mm. what what, mm. what, 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 what kind of privilege is that? Like, knowing, everything. knowing everything. So, for context, Ryan Giggs had a secret affair with his brother's wife. For uh, years, right? years, even to the point of, I think she was pregnant and they got, baby was, uh, I aborted. think, ab- aborted. Uh, sadly so like uh, despite all this he was went on to manage uh, after his career after he retired yeah, yeah, yeah after retired he went on to manage uh, Wales be invited to Sky Sports BBC so massive privilege and enabling the behaviour I know these if I steal a cookie at work I know HR pulling me up come to come to talk come to, come to speak of like doing all of this and expecting that I can walk into one of the you know so this is where it comes from and I think it's being addressed now and I think these cases are really sending out strong messages that you can't do what you want. I think the big question for me is and it, a little bit of your question at start like how far do you go back because there are some people who have genuinely changed from what they were. Definitely, acknowledge bro. that they've made That's growth in it definitely. definitely. Acknowledge that they've made mistakes and are different today. So this is where I think it need to be I don't want to say mindful, careful, but like you need to consider that not sometimes a human being. Some people did make mistakes. Yeah, yeah, but I'm true. I think it depends on the on the uh, on the severity of your of your okay. misdemeanor of your misdemeanor. Like yeah. you know, so if I you think make, he's wavy, by thank way. you, bro. This guy was just flashing his hand. I was like, so 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 like so like you know, like you like like you know Kevin Hart. If Kevin yeah. Hart makes a homophobic joke eleven years ago, right? And you want to you and you and you want to pull him to task eleven years later for that. It's like okay, well, you have no idea how much growth someone could have undergone. Of course, but if if someone is accused of committed sexual crime twenty years ago, they might have changed, but they still need to 
If they haven't, then you still just suffer the consequences of that. But that, that's very subjective and it's very hard yeah. to diminish because for someone, what Kevin Hart said may have crushed their world. I'm not saying yeah, the two. I'm true. not saying the two are. That's definitely true. I'm not saying the two are equal or not equal, but I'm just saying then you're applying a, some sort of social um, point system, which yeah. which I get where you're coming from, but it's hard because context like, though, because Kevin Hart said it in the context of trying to create comedy, in it. Again, it, it's it's yeah. it's comedy for yeah. it's subjective. Comedy for me and you is yeah. heartbreak or so, yeah. so much different to someone. Do you know else. what's interesting about that? Yeah, because uh, I had this is really random. I'm linking it to work, but we you was kind of like um, just talking about how you make people comfortable at the workplace, isn't it? Yeah, because you need to be mindful of all cultures and all perspectives, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you still want to be able to have a fun atmosphere where you can have a laugh and a joke, and you can. If you're calm and you like to run bands, you can still feel comfortable to yeah, do that, yeah, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying that um, people should disregard other communities, but I think you should always look at the context of what someone's doing. Like the Kevin Hart, we're, we're digressing a little bit, but the Kevin Hart example was, he was tr- it wasn't funny. It was very um, disrespectful to, to, the, to the gay community, but he, I don't think he was intentionally trying to disrespect them. He was trying to be funny. He was trying to... And it's the joke didn't bang. He was trying to be outlandish as well. Maybe to yeah, like it, a little bit or to get a little bit. Yeah, and as you said, time goes on, people progress. I I do think, and I want to just go back to Noel Clark quickly because I'm so disappointed in him, bro. I'm so disappointed because I think the more you start to grow within an industry and within your craft, especially as a black man, bro, like you need to you need to have. You know, you have that saying, right? Like, heavy is the head that wears the crown. As you see that you're beginning to make waves, um, you're beginning to inspire other people, you're beginning to become um, a visualization of what young black men could be. You have to treat that with the utmost respect in it. And I think for you to disrespect your position to... And when I say disrespect your position, like have your name tainted for all of these things... It just unravels and undoes all of the hard work yeah. that you've that you've done because at the same you've still done amazing work in your field, but you've done all of this and it's just like, bro, come on, in it, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro, we've got what twelve hundred followers on Instagram and we treat with the utmost yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. respect and we try to condone ourselves in the right way and with everything that we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're big bad, no club, bro. You know, you're right, a director. So I'm just so disappointed, and I think as well as people need to be human beings. They also need to be hyper aware of their responsibility, especially if you're from a mar- like a, a marginalized yeah, background yeah, yeah. from a from a minority. You should. There's so many people that look up to you. Mm. There's so many people that would love to to be like you and aspire to be like you. And for you to undo all of your hard, like No Clark will forever be remembered for this. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to like, say? It's like now, no matter what happened, it'll be like No Clark in 2021. Yeah. You understand? Like, it's the same yeah. thing as Bill Cosby. Yeah. Same thing, bro. Yeah. Like, abuse of power yeah. did amazing things. But you did all of these heinous things as well. Yes. You know? And it's just, it's just like, I'm, I'm really, I, it boils my blood, bro, yeah. because it just undoes all of the hard work and it's like, come on, man. You know what I mean? And it's, at that level, I think it's just a lack of um, self-realization as well. Because if he had done some of those things and, held himself accountable, maybe gone to either apologize directly or effectively change the behavior or, or be remorseful or not somewhere. I'm not saying it would have made uh, a difference to the victims, but at least 
they would have felt like he understands that he did wrong and he's acknowledging them and their pain. But like to be accepting award after award after when you know kind of um, what you've been doing, even like to go and and think, oh yeah, let me just pick up this quick little BAFTA and life's going to be calm. Like that's a... Knowing what you've done, so it's like, I don't even know if he didn't How realize. How can you live with yourself in it? I don't know if he didn't realize it or if he was in his bubble. That was yeah. just like that was just like life for him, and that was just like yeah. it's just normal. Like because he, he's not the first. We've seen like like Weinstein's of this world, oh, and all 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 all. It, it seems to be something in yeah. Yeah. particular in the TV industry that maybe we should. Um, I think also the world, number, but definitely entertainment industry. Yeah, but maybe we should. Um, like delve in or get people from the industry to actually like mm. uncover like what is it like there because it seems to be more, very more, much more it happens the other way but it's very prevalent in this um, industry it's and interesting, I don't know isn't it? how it's um, I don't know the layers behind it like these secret castings where you can almost get anyone to do anything in the, in the name of um, making sure you're comfortable on set it's interesting because we work in the corporate world isn't it mm. so we couldn't even dream of a place where lines are blurred and these things are... To be, in, no, to be fair, there's stuff that happens in the corporate world, which is also... Like, yes, yeah, yeah. Magic. But I think um, in those sort of like instances where it's, as you're saying, it's a, it's a casting and mm. you, like... I guess in creative industries, and yeah, we are part of it, but we're also part of the corporate world as well. In creative industries, it's very much subject to like, um, okay, I'm the director, I'm, I'm casting, I like this person, boom, you're in. Like... Kieran, Kieran shared something about Drake taking a, a man's fiance today, mm-hmm. right? And it was as simple as him uh, identifying her talent. Allegedly. allegedly. Yeah. Probably was, true though, but yeah. It was as simple as Drake seeing that she has a talent, saying, no, do you know what? I like this girl. I'm going to fly over to yeah. Toronto. I'm going to give her a chance. You know, so it's, it's, there's a lot of blurred lines in, in that sense. Do you know what? We can focus on like what Noel Clark did, obviously, but like taking it down a level, because I think you get a lot of people speaking on this and that's why all the time I'm very I try to be very slow to speak in terms of just understanding because let's take it down to a normal situation okay you're doing a shoot and you're asked okay cool who should you run with um, for the shoot like in that you're in a position of power it might be small power but you can decide who is in the shoot ultimately who gets the bag and who doesn't get the bag or yeah. who you put and there is different people I've seen make decisions based off um you can argue if it was right or wrong, but different criteria. So like in our daily lives, we are put in smaller positions of power. And I feel like it's for us to look at how do we manage those things? Because how you manage the small things is an indicator of how you're going to manage the big things. So if already you're like, okay, cool, let me make sure some of my brethren, let me nice them with this one or nice them with that one. Like, mm-hmm. okay, cool, you're not at, the, not at the scale, but like you're on your way. I to- just think... Uh- with power comes responsibility, innit? With any form of power. And you need to have the humility to recognize that, you know what, I hold the keys to this to this crib and I'm going to use it wisely. Like, I think, again, I'm going to go back to Noel Clark and how disappointed I am because he's in a position that can influence culture, can influence change, and he's not using it. He wasn't using it responsibly, you know? And I think that's very... We can, we can sit here and talk about yeah. it all day, the man done a wrong thing in it. Yeah. Terrible. Many, many wrong things. Yeah, many wrong and we'll still and we'll still like 
happy to to stand up there and receive that award and and give such an inspirational speech. And for me, that was just that was just wrong. Um, I'm sure Karen will come with a, with his point of view next week as well. What else was he going to talk about? Oh, um, just checking with my um... well, a little bit of joy regarding the film industry. Um, Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel, yes, yes. We're two weeks out, but uh, <laughs> he's, the, he's the first Black British-born uh, recipient of that Oscar award, right? Yeah, Which is yeah. amazing. For what yeah. film? Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I wasn't even trying to <laughs> trying to call you out because no, I don't no, know. Wait, slim and something. Yeah, I've got a little baby on the con- on the contract on the soundtrack. Hold on. Oh, I know this. I haven't watched the film though. Oh, you got a phone? Not many good things. I ain't got my phone on me. I'm, I'm professional sometimes, bro. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because I that's but that's that's quite interesting within itself. The fact that people know he won an Oscar but don't know what film is for. Oh, but you know what's even mad? Did you hear about the thing where uh um a reporter uh, like yeah, mistook yeah. him for an uh an, another black actor? A South African woman asked him about a film that he was not a part of. Due diligence, man. And after, but the worst thing was, and then he looked at her, and he looked at puzzled with that. Sorry, can you repeat the question? Then he just flipped it and was like, I'm going to answer. Like he was like, oh, how, she, she, she was like, oh, how do you feel to win it in, in this time? What do you mean in this time? I won an Oscar regardless, isn't it? Because mm. my film was fucking brilliant, right? Yeah. And after then, but the, the, the name of the journalist evades me at this moment, but she Jesus. was like, that was a film, Judas. No, but the, oh, Judas. Yeah. What's the film? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't the film that little baby's on the soundtrack. And uh, Black Messiah. You were talking about Queen and Slim. There we go. I knew it was something Slim. Um, but the, the the woman that made this mistake didn't even have like the goal to address it and be like, you know what, guys, I, I was up. wrong. She yeah. was like, no, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Um, I didn't get it wrong. Uh, I didn't get it wrong. Um, I misspoke. I meant to ask about um. A film that like Regina King directed, and someone someone's like, but like Regina Regina King like didn't um didn't um didn't Regina King like didn't direct anything that he he's been in. So why are you talking about Regina King for? Mm. She was like, oh, how, how do you feel about like Regina King not winning? Why is it even a question in your head? You understand? Yeah, like yeah, if, yeah. if you win, if you win, um, if you win, if you if you best R and B album at the Grammys, yeah, and they ask you about the weekend. That doesn't, doesn't relate to you. you you've won, isn't it? Like, let yeah. me revel with my joy. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to give a positive spin for um, Daniel Kaluuya on that. Someone that is doing good, great work. It really is. And there was a great clip that surfaced recently with with the this, um, newly assembled DSS, Dark Skin Society, which featured uh, the likes of Daniel Sturridge, the rapper Dave, um, Dabson Idris, who's um, a very famous actor, also British from the from the TV series, the TV series um, Snowfall. Daniel Kaluuya, um, forgetting notes, and they're all they're all, they're all, all from London, all all, all, all black in creators. LA, right? In LA, yeah, mm. yeah. So that was nice to see. And um, yeah, Stephen, over to you, big man. You know, I think um, I think we touched on like a lot of topics mm. uh, today, and I think. Um, I think it's right to give like Daniel's flowers and obviously to touch on that note with that, um, the man there up in LA and obviously that's something like we aspire to mm. be, I think. So that's why I think it was like so beautiful to see. It's the most random assortment. Yeah. I feel like, I think the funniest comment was that. Uh, Hollywood office. I'm Buck, sorry. I forgot Buck. Yeah, yeah. I think the funniest. And gigs. That's oh, yeah, 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 gigs. Oh, and then Drake pulled up. Drake? Yeah, later. Drake, Drake was there, the man then. Of course, of course. His, uh, his watch was going off. Symbol, um, 
But the funniest comment I saw was uh, there's this side note. She was like, oh, could no one style the mandem? Because it's just like the, the, the video, the picture, like there's just like all sorts. Like compared to like how you know them, yeah. the way they just like run out that day is just like, but that was beautiful in itself because it's just like. It doesn't matter, bro. Do you man care about swag these days? Do you man still care about how you like your clothing? Like, is it something you go out of your way to care about? No, because I've been indoors for like a year. No, but I imagine if I was going somewhere, then. I used to care more. And I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the age where I'm 30 where I don't care about swag anymore. I'm trying to dress well. But there's a lot of times where I'm just... Convenience and comfort. There's a lot of times where um, I, just, I, just, I just really feel what's comfortable. Like, if mm. I'm going somewhere... He's a big lie, you know. The amount of times you come here, like... This guy oh. wears shirts on Zoom, bro. Don't give us that. You wear shirts man, on man Zoom. Man coming out in a kimono and all sorts. <laughs> man no, in a kimono, so bro. He's just like, oh, I just casually... Like, with the pinky ring, he's like, oh. Uh, didn't even announce it, innit? Just yeah. pulled up, bro. Shout out to Freddy. This, this, this old thing. This old thing. Why do you say, why'd you say that? Because you said that last week as well. Freddy knows. I think he leaves this, actually. Yeah. But what does that mean? What do you mean, shout out to Freddy? Oh, because there was one, there was one time... Um, uh, what do you call it? A football, and then often like, but he was like, yeah, like the man that giving you a bit of a like a lot, <laughs> a, a lot of stick lately. And I'm like, Freddie, if, if, if people are saying that, the people are saying that. So, 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 so every time oh, I feel dude. a barrage of abuse, feeding propaganda, I, I, I just say shout out to Freddie. So shout out to Freddie, <laughs> feeding propaganda to people, yeah. making it, making it. I see, I see the PR pay. Look at this. Look at this. I'm saying casual. Bro, I'm wearing socks, socks and jeans, bro. Hmm? Today. Okay, never mind. Oh, Today. And, and it's only because you've recently um, moved back to Osaka. Bro, no, leave no. Kwame alone, bro. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. 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 I just took a step back. I was like, allow it, bro. Like, you know what it is? Well, like, okay, well, you, we, you know what it is? Man's put on some magic. We like. Freddie's name three times. All of a sudden, you've turned into <laughs> Freddie Krueger next <laughs> to me, bro. Listen, listen, you Nigerian. <laughs> You Nigerian, what do you call it? A Nollywood viewer, bro. Relax yourself. Um, do you want to get into, like... I, I like talking about greed, you know? Well, before we wrap up. Or we about do... greed? Yeah, like... Epic versus um Apple. Oh, which yes. is an epic b- b- battle. And <laughs> I don't even know what's been going on. I do know that Apple dropped a wavy update on their iOS. Oh, really? And um, ATT, App Tracker Transparency. So now you can actually allow... Oh really? Or yeah, your behavior to be tracked on. Okay, I didn't know that. Check yeah. it out. But no, um, Apple, the App Store, August last year, stopped um, selling or stopped allowing you to download or play or Fortnite from the App Store. Okay. Reason being, because Epic Games, who was supposed to have made nine billion in the last two years on Fortnite alone, mm-hmm. um, tried to like bypass. Um, Apple's app system where if you if you buy if you buy credit or you buy currency in the game, App Store automatically get thirty percent. Okay. But like Fortnite tried to install a system where you where you you bypass Apple and they get all of your money. Oh, that's true. So like okay. Apple were like, come on, what are you doing? It was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like now it's going to court, and I think it could be a landmark case in terms of like how like how how third party companies. Interesting. Like basically, like it could potentially like obliterate the app store because like the app store is there because of um, servicing also a lot of money is made right reparations so it's going to be a large case let's see what happens and it's interesting because it all comes back to greed greed and power yeah and power because Apple feel like they're of a level where they're so big that they can say that this is our app store this is 
how you guys run. Yeah. We take this, we take that, we take that. And then suddenly people are like... Both parties are right, and they're, yeah. both, they're both within their rights. Yeah, which is, which is why it's really interesting because you could argue a case for... For both. Or both. It's mm. like, okay, cool. You want to you want to stay in my establishment? Then yeah, we we'll stay by my rules, isn't it? Yeah, yeah these yeah. are my rules. Like, okay, cool. But these rules are oppressive, and you know, you know, this is the only way I can. This is the only place no, I can. Don't say that. What? Don't say the only because when you make nine billion, I don't want to hear something about only. No, no. When when you go when you go when you go to like <laughs> say only when you, nah. when you go to where the downloads are happening, that might be just the main place, isn't it? That might yeah. be the main place. So if someone's saying, okay, cool, for me to earn a living. I need to no, be in this hotel. When you have a house made of gold, bro, you don't need to earn living anymore, fam. No, so sorry. Yeah. Now it's an interesting one. When do we know when the course is going? Court is go, The case is going to court. I think it started this week, it's but okay, interesting. This week, it's going to take. It's going to take um, eons. Yeah, it's going to take time. Because usually um, people would settle, but the fact that they're both going to court yeah, means that they both yeah. think they got a good offer. They have some it. lawyers. Yeah, 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 the lawyers are going to start studying, bro. Start studying lawyers. Trust me, I'd, I'd love we'll to, start lawyers, bro. I'd love to get, um, <laughs> I'd love to have a lawyer on, because I just want to know what it's like. Is it like when My you friend's came... a lawyer, he's an entertainment lawyer. Yeah, and your, 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 your friend helped us out. Yeah, Shout out yeah. to our very first guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah That's yeah, correct, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mind you, mind you. I'd, I'd love to get their perspective, like, because I imagine, like, when these cases come around, it's just like they jump up. It's time. And yeah, they just assemble Such a good briefcases. Yeah. you know, I'd love to know how does how does like it's one of your favorite slogans, but it must be true. Like, lawyers must love the game, bro. Yeah, like, can you imagine when it's like oh, this case is about to be me? Like, but Jay Z has a seven years where worth said, of prep. No, how long is it? Yeah, but that's that's light compared to let's say a doctor. Or yeah. something like that, which is nine years yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's. Like, I just love to know what is the uh, reality, like what, what. Yeah, because you know, suits. You have all these programs which obviously put out a certain perception of what it's like. But I'd love Glamorized. to know like, what it's, it's like. It's, it's, it's so funny you just said that. You two giving you know, examples of like long periods of education. Because if you're a lawyer, right? You say I'm a lawyer. Someone might think, Oh yeah, it's a lawyer. But if Steve Stevens said I'm a doctor, oh, what an upstanding citizen. You understand, like. Or like, no, I think lawyers have a good perception. You don't think? It's different. It's like it's t- it can go either way. Depends. Depends what. Yeah, it can go either way. It can go either way. Okay, way. So like with, 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 with a lawyer, like you, you might you might wait for some some context because some lawyers take bad cases. Like so, so some lawyers have a patient that killed fifty three people on camera. I'll be like, he's, yeah, I understand. He's that. innocent. But if you're a doctor, like I don't I don't need no context. If if I hear that, then people for the most part might assume that. Oh, Do you know what? I get you, yeah. But I'm the man, I'm the kind of man that's like, I respect the hustle required to do your craft, innit? Mm. So even if I'm not, well, I am a fan of the NFL. But even if I wasn't, I would fully appreciate the fact that these men are superhumans. Like, if I watch CrossFit, yeah. I appreciate oh the, goodness. they're the most complete athletes in the world. So much tire lifting and rope climbing, bro. Bro, like, although I mean it's... respectfully, because... Yeah. Bro, it's a lot. And although it's not <laughs> something that I would personally... Indulge in, yeah. I respect you for yeah, 100%. it. 100%. And so, whether you're a doctor or a lawyer, coming free. I just respect. Huh? Coming free. <laughs> I just respect the fact that it took a lot of hard work yeah. Yeah. to get there, innit? And law is, is a thing that constantly evolves. Yeah. And you need to be constantly on the top of your game yeah. in order yeah. to, yeah. to uh, thrive in it. So, yeah, man. That'd be a good one. Let's like, we should unpack like certain careers that we actually don't we can do know, that, bro. We know too much we know about a lot of people, bro. or get too much exposure about because I think. We said a long time in this, like uh, in our community, we tend to gravitate to certain career paths, and actually, 
good to know. It's great you say that because we always say our parents have this. I mean, you've probably heard of it. You might even have it in the Caribbean community, but in West African community, which which means even can test you. Mm. So my son is going to be a doctor. Mm. My son's going to be a lawyer. Yeah. But nobody knows until they get knee deep what that actually entails, isn't yeah, it? You yeah. understand? Like what type? Well, how many years of school? Where are you going? Like people That's think true, that actually. if you're really really smart and read your books, you can become a lawyer. Big but person. I think it's also something that they understand as well because mm. all now, bro, our parents, well, I can only speak for mine, parents trouble. have no idea why I do them. <laughs> could not could not tell any of their friends yeah. why I do. They're just proud of the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, we've spoken about a few things today, yeah, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Social media blackouts, tuna, rice, sweet corn and peppers. Yeah, exactly. No Clark and abusing power. It's been a good episode, bro. Yeah. And greed once again. Yeah. Shouts out to Kieran for his cameo appearance, yeah. his first half appearance, should yeah, I say. Exactly. But he'll be back. This episode was actually shorter than I thought it would be. We'll be back. Yeah, it was pretty good. Are we going to watch Champions League now? Yeah, we definitely are. Champions! <laughs> <laughs> that theme tune is legendary, bro. It's amazing. But oh, it's, it's no. still an evil, a soulless corporation that is behind it. And on that note, you've been listening to the Out of Home podcast with your boys, Kwame, Stephen, Yeah. He was going to forget, wasn't he? No, I wasn't. And Kieran, London. Shouts out to the man Out of home to the world. To the world! Hey, hey you lot. You lot and the boys are crazy. Hey, come on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.